What is up, y'all? It's episode 65 of Your House, Our Rules. We have a special one today. We're going to get into some deep conspiracy theory type stuff. It's been a while. You know, with all the stuff that's been coming out about aliens and them having a whole, like, congressional hearing and stuff about it, it just kind of makes sense. So we're not, we may talk a little bit about it. We're going to get it started off. But if you don't know, you've been living under a rock and the alien people, like, as reclusive as they are, every time something about a new UFO sighting comes up, they, they pop back into the mix. But if you have been living under the rock, uh, Dave Grush uh, who's a former Air Force like veteran. Uh, he came out and he became a whistleblower, essentially, um, and was talking about how he was part of a task force with the Air Force that essentially would go find these crashed spaceships and stuff like that and then bring them back so they could try and reverse engineer them. And uh, when that all happened, a bunch of people came out and, uh, you know, they're having a whole congressional meeting with, like, David Fravor and some other big guys in the whole, in the whole scenario and when that happened, people basically came out and were like, oh, aliens exist, and the government has just confirmed it because they're actually talking about that. But little do they know, they've declassified multiple UFO sightings saying what they don't know what this is, and declassified Project Blue Book, which is this old, what used to be a conspiracy theory of them basically just uh, doctrinating these, uh, these fake UFO events to just un- destabilize shit. And uh, so, yeah, this stuff isn't new to us. It's not anything that we haven't seen before. And people are kind of overreacting about it. But, I mean, this stuff has been going on since as early as Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar has pro- is probably, like, at the forefront of those guys who, like, you listened to, or you've heard talk about aliens that, like, you can't really, uh, you can't really say that he's lying about it because he's had such a, such a, he, he, his stories matched up pretty much through like 40 years that he's done it and a bunch of stuff makes sense some of the videos that we've seen kind of follow his like anti-gravity field like ufos and stuff like that so uh yeah uh, we're just kind of as things go on and things go on things get a little bit more declassified and you know it it is what it is so we're going to talk about it we're going to get into some stuff i know jack uh, wants to talk about the fremi paradox and some of the big stuff that we have with that but uh First of all, you let, let me just get to talking to you. We talked about it a little bit before. You haven't really been following the uh, the whole like new thing that's happened with this Grush guy, have you? A little bit about it, but I see it for I'm I'm just skeptical. I think it's uh, you know, it's election season. There's yeah. a whole bunch of stuff going on. Here's a reason for us to just not pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's why I don't care so much. And like you said, there's there's already all these other things uh, that we could turn to. So um, I get the excitement from some people, but I, I'm just a little bit uh, uh, apathetic towards it, I guess. Yeah. It, I'm a big believer in aliens, though. Um, I am, too. I yeah. kind of towed back and forth with how I feel about whether or not, you know, they visit us constantly or whatever. But, you know, it's just, yeah, it's one of those things that's... I'm not super worried about what this guy's saying because, I mean, I've already believed it, so I guess. Yeah, I, I, and as you said before, it kind of seems like misdirection, which as it does, I talked about Project Blue Book a little bit at the opening, and that was classic in the 50s, I think, that that was, that they were using. And, you know, we have stuff going on in the world, like a big one right now is the huge mili- militarization of China that's going on and how, like, Australia and Indonesia, Japan and the United States are, like, forming this d- essentially barricade in the Chinese Pacific Ocean. And, it, like, the, the, you know, I just shared something in the group chat the other day about how um, the their, Biden passed a law that is essentially blocking funding to these huge tech corporations or whatever because, you know— China's getting super aggressive with Taiwan, who is at the forefront along with us of the microchip processors and stuff like that. So that's a huge deal going on in the world. And it would make sense that they really don't want us to get like nosy about that and feel about that. And like you said before, people get super energetic and they they love talking about aliens and stuff like that. And that's where you start getting the crazies out. And it's just like, this isn't stuff that we haven't heard before. And it just is what it is. But with that being said, let's kind of get into what the, some of the stuff that we want to talk about. Uh, as you said, uh, I totally agree with the whole like alien thing with me. It's 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 an inevitability 
with as vast as the universe is, that there is alien life out there. Whether or not it's intelligent, whether or not it's had enough time to actually develop into a, um, a intelligent life form, there's bit, bunches of reasons. That's why we get into the Fermi paradox and stuff like that. So, I mean, you uh, kind of introduce what you want to talk about with the Fermi paradox, because, uh, yeah, you, you talked about the Great Filter and stuff like that. So, what yeah. you got? So, um, the Fermi paradox is uh, essentially this. We have this understanding of the cosmos, um, and we use what I they call the Drake equation to identify or, I guess, predict how many habitable planets there could be in the known universe. And um, the number is massive, right? Yeah. So you have this massive number. So then why aren't we interacting with them? Why haven't we seen evidence? Why haven't our signals reached anyone, et cetera, et cetera? Um, well, you have this, uh, that's essentially what they call the great silence is the fact that we, yeah. there, there is no contact. No. Like we, uh, like there's like this uh, just blackness, like are we wrong? Is it just us, et cetera, et cetera. And let me, um, let me just add something from there re- real quick. Uh, another thing that is like, the Fermi paradox was what the forties, fifties, sixties, somewhere around there. Multiple decades yeah. ago, that yeah, it's, it's it's pretty old. I would have to. Okay, so I mean, the only point that I want to kind of make on that was this: they were already like drawing these conclusions back then, and the Drake equation. Uh, it comes down to something. I don't know how all the math works, but it's something like in our galaxy alone, there should be like a hundred thousand, like six figure life planets that are able to support not just life but intelligent life and stuff like that and that was before the 90s when we started really getting the technology to even figure out that most stars do have exoplanets before the 90s we thought that exoplanets like our solar system was a rarity and now that we've learned that it only adds more to like why is there this silence why haven't we heard anything but go ahead and continue with what you're saying well as far as the great silence goes, like that is, that is like, it's, that's, that's, that's the paradox. Like th- there's so much likelihood. Why haven't we seen anything? Um, so that really brings you to what they call like, the, there's like a, a level of stages as far as like spatial development mm-hmm. uh, called the Kardashev scale. Right. And uh, so starting out at like a basic microorganisms or evolving up into, you know, whatever, like, the ability to use tools or to reason and use logic and then you move forward um where we are i guess i mean define sentience i'm not going to do well, that here i know uh, but as i know a big one with the fermi paradox was the whole what you're talking about a filter that talk about the shift from uh, into like a eukaryotic stage or whatever like a multicellular organisms or however you want to define that i don't know exactly how that's defined but yeah that's the big one that i've heard of but you're well, that's 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 the thing is they don't know like the the, the problem right now is like it, it, if the great filter is a, a a nice thing to consider you know it's like uh have we passed it though like that's where we're at like uh is the reason we don't have any contact with any other interdimensional beings or uh beings that are traveling at light speed across the universe is because we haven't reached the great filter and it's very 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 rare Mm -hmm. like super low probability that we can progress to that point right and or have we passed it yeah you know and like that's well have we passed it too the good uh theory to bring up too is we live in the milky way galaxy our specific solar system is located very far on the edge of the of the galaxy so everything is expanding outwards as as the universe cools and we're so far on the out that maybe we have just been around as a civilization so long or as a species so long that we've had more time to develop. And maybe these, maybe it's not necessarily a rarity, but we've just had more time to do it. Now, if you get into it, each civilization might be able to uh, develop a little bit faster or slower, depending on who you are. So that's where you kind of get into a little bit of uh, fork in the road, I guess. Um, but the, as you said, there is nothing out there. There is absolutely no evidence to really go on. So it's it's really hard. And that's why we kind of ponder these things. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and uh, I, that's just... Uh, 
it's worth considering, you know, uh, all the stages of our evolution mm-hmm. or the Earth's evolution, rather. Like, you know, it's not just humanity. You know, the Earth is a planet. Um, where could the filter lie? Did we pass it? You know, like you said, like, I mean, it, I'm a firm believer that there's other life in our solar system. You mm-hmm. know, I believe that uh, the moon Enceladus around Saturn, it mm-hmm. has the, it, we know that it has geothermal activity. So there's heat in the center of it. We know it has liquid water mm-hmm. and it's just covered in ice. Right. There's a high probability that there's something, even if it's just single cell organisms right. living in the water. And like, if, I mean, they have, they have, they've got hydrogen, they've got oxygen. Right. Got, I mean, you know, and where did our life on our planet develop from or evolve from? All from like Mariana's Trench, down in the trenches and stuff like that, and then kind of expand upward. We developed from waters. That's why we have like yeah. gelatinous eyes or gel- gelatin eyes or whatever and stuff like that. And that that's a whole other thing that we can get into. But yeah, uh, Europa. I mean, there's a there's a good science fiction film called Europa. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, yeah, that's a good. Uh, is it Magnet? I think is or whatever. They're essentially going over to Europa um, to uh, go to this moon of Saturn, and they're going down there, and they end up finding when they get Jupiter. There. Is it Jupiter? Europa's I thought around. it was. Europa's, I thought it was. Europa's around Jupiter. I thought it was Saturn, but uh, four Galilean satellites. No, it is Europa, Ganymede, Callisto, and Io. It, yeah, it's it is. It is Jupiter because I remember. I remember a big thing with them was the radiation, which I was going to uh, bring up from a, a gas giant like that. It emits a lot of radiation, so that could be a deterrent towards them, even though it might be at the trenches of the oceans that they have underneath this ice or whatever. But still, when a, a, a a planetary body as big as that is just emitting this much radiation that it could affect that entire planet. Cause we're not as close to it as where we are on earth and stuff, but yeah, no. So I'm a firm believer in that too, but we still have to have a lot of technology. And I think people like Elon Musk who are trying to make missions to Mars or whatever, I think they're at the kind of the forefront of figuring this stuff out. And I think it is important to, to kind of figure this stuff out. The Eventually, we're going to outgrow this planet. And if we want to live as a species, we need to go outwards. And a lot of people, I think, with the whole like UFOs and, and stuff like that, some of the conspiracy theories, they want to be like, oh, we've been visiting so many times. They're just waiting for us to work, reach a certain level before they come and save save us. Almost like like a omnipotent fucking godly figure or whatever. So, yeah. But. Well, you know, we also have this tendency to uh, anthropomorphize everything. You know, like we just we think human, yeah. So everything that we imagine resembles humanity, right? Right. We think that we're carbon-based life forms, so everything else is carbon-based life forms. They're going to breathe oxygen and et cetera, et cetera. That's not. It doesn't. There's no hard and fast rule. That's the case. No. I mean, think about um. There's a lot Titan. of there's uh, a, the moon Titan around uh, around Jupiter. That's mm-hmm. it's like got methane rivers and shit like that. We we don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe life evolves in a way there where they filter that shit. Yeah, and, that. we don't know. And there's there's a big thing that like carbon based life because you know carbon is the fabric of our of our world of organic life for us. There silicone is another. Uh, is another one that's found very prevalent in our universe. And people think that it might be very easy for them to do that. But even beyond that, like you said, we just don't have enough knowledge of anything outside of our own sphere of reality. This, this pale blue dot suspended in a light beam to really understand what else can even happen in the world or in the universe. In the universe, man, like it's, it's kind of theorized that even the universe itself is sentient in a way. And if you get into fractals, how everything just has a smaller buildup and makeup of itself, it would make sense that maybe this is just a part of something bigger that is another, like our planet's Terry bodies are just cells of a bigger turtle floating through another multiverse or some shit like that. So yeah, man. There's a lot. There's... You're, you're speaking of a, a panpsychism, by the way. That's the uh, the the belief or view that everything has a mind or a mind-like quality to it. Yeah. Um, everything has a degree of uh, sentience. Yeah, and I don't. I, I use I use the word sentience lightly because it, it's just so vast that we really don't know what's going on, but. It's kind of just the theory that like everything is a smaller version of the bigger picture, uh, if that makes any sense. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it's one of those things that like we 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 are the ones that like I guess uh, create that we draw that line in the sand because you know, yeah, as we are one to do, humans think that, you know the greatest thing that's ever existed because we've no evidence otherwise, mm-hmm. right? Um, but at the same time, look what we do to ourselves. Like with for all our intelligence and all our reasoning and all our logic, all of our culture and all of our growth and evolution, we're still destroying ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can't get over the same fucking problems that have been going on forever that may end us. Yeah. But then you look at something like the planet Earth. If we disappear, it's going to regenerate. Mm-hmm. It's going to regenerate. It's going to re- it might go really cold, might get really hot, might get slammed by an asteroid. But for the most part, it's got a pretty, I mean, for all we know, um, I I wouldn't say eternal because everything's finite. No, and and we know uh, our sun's going to fucking eventually get supernova. Yeah, it's, yeah. But, but like the earth by itself, it's just like, you know, it just has this way, Mm -hmm. you know? And I mean, again, I'm using the earth as if it's like, you know, it's our planet, but um, everything goes through these cycles, Mm -hmm. you know? So, and, uh, I don't know. Explaining that—that's actually one of the more like beautiful and intriguing things about science that really got me into it as a kid. Is like that's why people ask these questions. They want to know why things are the way they are, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll always be grasping at that. We'll always be grasping at that. There's never there's ne- I don't think there's ever a way we answer every question. There's so. always there's always more. Yeah, there's always yeah. more questions to ask. The second you figure one thing out, it just raises a hundred more questions behind it. So. Um, yeah, so let me, so that could also be another reason with the great filter, as you just mentioned with like us destroying our own planet, maybe that's one reason why we haven't, because uh, all beings eventually get to a point where they're stuck into the same routine and end up just killing themselves off. And it's, it, it's, uh, it's a great possibility, but let me ask you something with your whole idea of the great filter. What, what do you personally think that the filter is that might do that? If, if you were to grasp to that rationale, because I have my own theories about why we haven't discovered any aliens or anything like that. And the great filter is part of it, but, uh, I just kind of want to know where you think, cause we've already mentioned a couple of them. So I, what's your personal belief in it? Okay. Well, I, I could go a couple different ways here. I don't necessarily think we've reached the great filter. I don't, um, for a few reasons. I, I just don't know. Um, I think the hardest part is overcoming the part of us that's so animalistic, mm-hmm. uh, the instinctual side, that, that selfishness, that greed. Like, we just cannot overcome the differences that mm-hmm. are among us, even though we're so alike. Um, I think that's a huge, a huge portion of it. Realizing mm-hmm. that we have to unify to get anything worth doing done beyond this and uh so that that i think is a big part of the great filter um but i will say as far you know i go back and forth on whether or not i really do believe that we're being constantly visited you know Mm -hmm. um but it does make sense i don't know there's like a lot of things that happened at the start of the 20th century or around the start you know with world war one and world war two and the development of the nuclear bomb and everything like that's when this big uptick started happening, but it'd be absolutely wrong to say that this was just like that's like there's this point in time and then aliens because I mean we have so much evidence, so much evidence that there have things have come before. I mean I could go on, we could fucking do a whole different podcast about ancient civilizations mm-hmm. and the tie-in with where they got their technology from. I'm not an ancient alien theorist. I'm not, but there is a lot of shit that people don't pay attention to yeah um as far as uh just like the, the art they created things yeah. that left behind symbols stuff like that things that transcended uh, i mean we know we we do have an understanding of what the earth looked like you know going back i mean ten thousand years Pangea. ago yeah no you know we, okay well we, we, that, we know how, back that. we know how the continents like everything shaped we we have an understanding we have a, a fair understanding i'm not gonna say it's nowhere near complete yeah of, of what people were capable of so like i guess where i'm going with this so i don't just rattle on with it there were cultures around the world doing very similar things who seemingly had no way to communicate with each other and it's yeah. just like 
like what a coincidence that they were all progressing at the same rate. Like that doesn't seem likely. Yeah. Well, and, I, I mean, he, go ahead. No, I think the crazy thing about it is, you know, we even like in known history, what we have now, like up to 10,000 BC, if you want to get into the whole ancient civilizations and stuff like that, the Graham Hancock, that's, that's irrelevant to me up until about the late 1800s, early 1900s. That's when we started just developing rapidly at, with our technology and, Th- that's one of the things where like you know it, you have the theories that ancient civilizations uh were visited by aliens or whatever but at that point we might have been too primitive and a lot of people think that the atom bomb was the one that might have brought them back but i think that we were developing at a quick at a really fast rate even before that so i think if we're going to go by this whole notion that we have been visited multiple times by alien cultures or whatever something made them start paying attention to us and i think that it's because of that that now we have like the grosh or the grush dude who's uh you know trying to reverse engineer and going out and finding these things i think at this point if we, if if we're going by this notion, I do think at this point that they are starting to leave sprinkles of what what they are uh, capable of and helping us advance to a rate where we can go join this like greater civilization of like aliens and stuff like that. I think that there's a filter almost in and of itself where we have to come maybe it's get past our animal instincts or whatever and or do that but i think that there is a reason why they're trying to lead us in a direction i don't think that they're hostile if they were hostile and they can travel across interstellar space to get to us they could easily just level our planet they have no reason to so uh, maybe maybe it's just the fact that they're just studying us uh we're just like ants to them or maybe we are engineered because you know you had brought up before that there's millions of different species on this planet, millions, but we're the only ones that have like sentience. I don't want to say that like we're the only ones with sentience because I do believe some animals are, have like a sentience and do actually they're not able to express it or we're able to understand their expression, but I think that they do have deep thought, but we are able to manipulate the va- environment around us. No other species on this planet does that. None, yeah. except maybe monkeys and chimpanzees, but it's kind of been proven that they learned that from us. So, yeah, sorry, I just got off on a little bit of a tangent, but uh, I think that it kind of went with what you were what you were talking about. But you- oh, yeah, it's a it's a good point, you know. And also, like, uh, it's possible even if we weren't engineered, it's possible that life was also brought here on a, an asteroid or something By like accident. that. That's, that's yeah. I mean, that's that's how a lot of uh, there's there's theories that that's where a lot of our water came from. from icy rocks slamming into a rock planet like, mm-hmm. or, or icy uh, asteroids and stuff like it's just uh it, there's a whole bunch of things man it, it could have happened and uh i don't know yeah. it's fun to think about though uh, it is fun to think about so you're kind of uh your filter is you don't think that we've reached that that great filter yet and you, i don't is it, i really don't okay and you think that i, I you do, do you think or do you not think that we've been visited like multiple times? Man, you know, if you would have asked me that question three years ago, I would have been a firm like, yes, absolutely. Right. And like I kind of got to this point where I got overly skeptical. Like we would have concrete evidence by now. <clears throat> but I don't know. I really do go back and forth and I hate it about myself. I don't like to flip flop, but uh, I can't I can't, def- I can't I could not sit here right now and tell you that. No, I don't think aliens visit us. Yeah. Uh, there's just so much that goes on. Um, and you know, there's other theories that could explain it. Like I use aliens loosely because it, I mean, it could be, it could be time traveling humans. Like that really could be it too. Yeah. Like we don't fucking know. Some of the like, UFO, you know. some of the UFO sightings that we see uh, could be like <clears throat> just super like black ops stuff that we have invented ourselves or Russia or China or something like that. Like it's possible. I think that some of the, to be honest with you, I think that some of the things that we, that we've seen though, I think that that's out of the realm of possibility of what we, we can create. Now, I don't know what they're working on at like area 51, but just seeing the way some of these things move on and off camera and stuff like that. Like, I don't see how they would be able to create something like that with our current physical knowledge. Like, well, it just especially if we had that kind of technology, if we had that, it would be militarized so quickly. And we would take and over it, the world it, immediately. 
Exactly. Yeah. It would be used. It would be used the same way the A bomb was mm-hmm. to to show them, don't fuck with us. That's what would happen. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we aren't doing that, uh, I don't know. Or actually, I'll say this: it is very possible that all of these great nations, you know, with their fucking democratic republics and fucking mm-hmm. monarchies and all this shit. It could be that behind the scenes of all of them, and we'll just get into conspiracy theories here, uh, there are just the powerful families running it mm-hmm. uh, with all the wealth who are feeding into the military who really control shit and just have a really tight lid on it. It's possible. Not probable, but it's possible. Yeah, but... I just have a hard time buying into that, and it all just yeah. goes, it just all goes back right. to the fact that like human nature, one don't know what it is that causes it. There, it could be the fact that money does make you like arrogant in power, or that the power seek money. It, it could be either one of those. But the one defining thing is usually people with a lot of money tend to care less about others and want to dominate their own realm. So I have a hard time believing if we possess this type of technology, no matter who it is, that they wouldn't just fucking create their own world domination in a sense. If you could do it, I mean, shit, if I had the power to like use that right now and just shut down all the world governments or whatever, I'd fucking do it. Like, I, well, I there's no reason not to. I'd put whatever one I felt was the best, which would probably be in the United States of America, put them in charge. Fuck China and fuck the fuck Russia. And then if United States wanted to do something, fucking I have the technology to put them down as well. So I'd want it to fucking be a coexisting thing, government type ran thing. But I would in the end have the power to shut it down if I need to. And why would I not exercise that power? That's where I see. Uh, it. I, well, I guess I see what you're saying, but. I don't think you're properly placing yourself in the position of, let's say, an ultra wealthy one percenter elite or like fuck it. Well, yeah, I'm not. They, also, they don't. They would. They wouldn't need anymore. Like they. Mm-hmm. They. What, what could they possibly have to gain by unveiling it? You know what I'm saying? Like they're already at the top of the food chain. We don't know who they are. Hypothetically, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I get. I get they're that. All, the only doing this would just expose them. And granted, you have everyone in a vice grip with this superpower now. But then what happened with, the, you know, again, we'll go back to the, the 40s, you know, with Oppenheimer and the Manhattan Project. Like, it got out. Mm-hmm. The Russians got it, you know, and then, then the Israelis got it. You know, it's like that's what happens. Yeah. Once you have a technology, fucking we just. Too many people. If you piss off too many people, someone is going to fucking run and tell somebody. That's just what happens. But I also take it. I I have a a hard time thinking that, like, if it is this technology that is that advanced, that it is necessarily capable of being reverse engineered by the masses or capable of being brought down by the masses or even, like, used against it. Like, it wouldn't be something that I had on display, per se. It would be something that I used and then go hide and if it has these cloaking devices and able to jam radars and is able to move through water in the ways that some of these UFOs have, like who's really going to touch me? I'll just fucking go do what I need to do. Go hide it. Boom. Done. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't. But that, that all just goes back to the original point. I just don't think that fucking, I don't think that we physically have the technology to do it ourselves. That's why it has to be something of another realm or something that was created as, like, a diversion. And I think that that's one of the reasons, like you said before, three years ago, I would have. Fucking Mexican beer changed a lot of things for me. I have a hard time trusting anybody in power at at this point point in time. And we've seen stuff with, like, Project Blue Book, so we know that they're trying to misdirect our attention other places. And that's why some of them I could see as real, but other ones I think that they're just going based off that to make it look like there's more of that going on to help silence, do whatever the fuck it is that these shadow governments need to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's tough. It's uh, we we live in a very interesting time. You know, uh, it's uh, it's it's the irony of being so in. Uh, the ability to be so informed and to communicate with everyone mm-hmm. 
yet we communicate mostly through but phones be, or screens. But be so and, out of touch with reality. It's so out of touch. It just like, I mean, you have to be able to admit to yourself that you really don't, you really can't know what's going on. You're propagandized. You're bombarded with algorithmic, algorithmic advertisements. Like it's just, it's wild. Everything's you know, a fucking like, algorithm, bro. Yeah. Everything. Things are catered to you as an individual mm -hmm. and it's just, we get so used to it. And, uh, I don't know. It's also one of those things like, uh, Going back, I guess, to what you were talking about, like, if you could, you know, put one thing in power, like, what kind of anarchy would that create, right? Yeah, this is something that I, I, I like to mention to some of my younger friends who were like, oh, like, fuck it, rebel, I'm ready for the revolution. It's like, yeah, cool. But like, what happens? Because, like, most of us have a very small chance of surviving if the food chain breaks down. Mm -hmm. You know, if, our, if, if we can't go grocery shopping, the fuck... What do you think is going to happen? People, people are going to die. Really consider that shit. Yeah, a people lot are going to die. Gonna I know. Die. I'm well aware of it. A lot of, of people it. are going to die. Well aware of it. I yeah, think. It's, it's, think we need some. I've, think we need some people dying. We need a great filter of our own. I'll be the great <laughs> filter. <laughs> you start a purse. No, but like, bro, like major metropolitan areas like this. Like, I mean, fucking. Yeah, I know. Man, it's just it's no. crazy to think anarchy. how reliant we are on our system. Yeah, and anarchy is something that like <clears throat> like I believe in the power to like of myself to um govern myself i believe in that i don't necessarily agree with the other people's ability to govern themselves so i know it would be absolute chaos and would be bullshit in an ideal world but that goes into like utopian marxism type shit so yeah um but yeah if in an ideal world everybody could but we know most people won't be able to look at what happens when any fucking big natural disaster happens we get looting and just it brings out the worst in people so yeah well we just People have, uh, I, by and large, people are going to do what's best for them, or not even what's best for them, just what is convenient for them, what saves them time out of laziness, out of selfishness, whatever. It's like the, uh, uh, what is it, the grocery cart, uh, what is it, the grocery cart? Oh, yeah, pushing, you know yeah, pushing, pushing the, the grocery carts back to the, the aisle or the whatever. integrity to do it. And even though no one's going to do it, there's no rule that says you have to do it. Mm -hmm. But doing it means you're making sure someone else doesn't have to do it for you. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, not leaving it there for someone else to hit. This whole thing is like, there's no rule to do it, but you should. You know you should. Yeah. Um, and that could, be, that could go on and on. It's like, when you know you have to get off on a highway next exit in yeah. a mile but you're trying to fly so you're going all the way to the left of it and you have to slow down traffic for yeah. everyone to and get I, back right and i do Shit like that i do think our society does a pretty decent job of it and i think fucking no. you don't think so absolutely no absolutely not bro traffic is the biggest reason like i nothing makes me lose more hope in humanity than traffic no one cares about anyone else well here's my thing with like something about traffic it's usually like one or two people that are fucking up things for everything. I would say, oh, I, I would. You don't think so? I no, think that no, I, I witness it I, every day. I think that as a whole, you also live in Nashville, so fucking, yeah. it's really bad with that. I think as a whole, people are more willing, and it's not necessarily altruistic in nature. It's more of just a programming thing. I think that people are programmed to just like think about it. When we're driving home, how many times have you drove home from work and just completely blacked out? I think that we're just essentially, like, at that point, programmed to just drone and drive a certain type of way. It's the jackasses that are trying to get in at home so fast, cutting people off, making people slow down, that end up creating a huge traffic jam. Sometimes. I'm more talking about, okay, so, like, look, this is something I noticed today, actually. Like, this actual thing. I was in the front of, there was four lanes, and we're at a red light. Mm -hmm. I'm one of the lanes, at the, or I'm one of the cars at the very front of the four lanes. And I was looking over because, you know, me and Jackie are just talking. All three of the other cars, the people were looking down on their phone. And I was just thinking to myself, I wonder if they're going to keep looking once it turns well, green. Doesn't that, just, once it turns doesn't that just come down to just like lapse in judgment or paying attention or whatever? It's, it's the same thing as the fucking grocery cart, man. If you're at the front of that 
fucking red light. But the person who moves, it should it should uh, be in your mind. Hold, hold on, no, because the person who's moving the gro- grocery cart or choosing not to do that, they're choosing not to do that. The person at the light who's looking at their phone is just like, oh, red light. I'm looking at my phone, and then they don't realize that it turned green, and they end up slowing traffic down. It wasn't a purposeful it, thing. No, it's but it's, it's the same thing. And it was just, l- l- trust me, l- listen to what I'm saying. Like it's the same thing. It's it's the it's the selfishness. You your time is so much more valuable than everyone else's. You got to get that ten seconds on your phone rather than just look at the light, so mm. you can make sure you can go to make sure as many cars can go as possible. This I, shit creates more traffic. I don't I don't see the similarity in those. I understand where you're yeah. trying to get at, but I don't I don't see. I think one is different than the other. One is it's integrity. One is it's integrity. One is choosing, and I guess you could say that one is choosing to look at their phone when technically they're not, but. They're just trying to pass the time at that point, and whereas someone who's doing the... That's a choice. That is a choice. That okay. is a choice. It, it's the same choice. It is a choice, but they're just trying to pass the time, whereas the person who isn't pushing the, golf, the, the fucking cart back just isn't doing it. And to be honest it's with 10, you... It's 10 to 20 seconds. I know. That's, that's how far we've... Like, that's, and, the, do you, that's ridiculous. And to be honest with you, man, fucking... To be, I don't see many people just leaving their, their carts outside and... Uh, the parking lot and stuff like that. Most people put them back in the fucking thing. I've, I would say, I would say 90% of people do that unless you're in a really bad part of town. I or am. actually it could go the opposite way. Cause some of them fucking I, rich I people am. are snobby. So maybe it could I, be. I see, I see a lot of shit. I see a lot of shit. I'm observing it, man. And I'm not saying it's a majority. It's definitely minority people yeah. don't put them back, but it does happen often enough. And again, like I'm saying, like it all comes down to a degree of selfishness. It's just, uh, and I'm not, I'm not speaking like I don't do it either. Mm-hmm. I can be fucking selfish as shit, and sometimes I'm like, God damn, like what a dick I was today. Mm-hmm. Like it's just part of being human, you know. Uh, and being able to acknowledge that and grow from that is so important. I don't know how we're all in this with an alien podcast, but that is super. Important. Yeah, no, you I know? actually, I actually, I, you were saying something. I was going to loop it back into it, and I had a really good one, and it kind of, it kind of derailed to a point where I couldn't. But uh, I was going to bring it to the point where, like, um, you know, if we are an alien co- civilization or whatever, what, or if there are alien civilizations out there that are visiting uh, us and stuff like that. What would make them want to interact with us in any type of way? The I, just, just like it's just like you know, the people at the stop sign who are uh, who are on their phones or whatever. The drones. I think it was I was talking about people just kind of like that drone mentality. They're just doing what they are. I think that that's what they're just doing. They're just flying through space. And a lot of the ships that are actually coming here, I don't believe they're actually like manned ships or whatever. They're probably drones sent from their home planet or whatever. But they're just out there studying the universe just like we studied river water and stuff like that so yeah uh, i don't know if you have any comments on that oh I, I, that's a possibility i i do think it's not i don't think it's super likely that it would come here just to study us if they were not over this great deal of time i think the most likely scenario that aliens would come here is is, is for resources honestly i really do I have a hard time believing they would come here for resources when there is just an entire universe of resources out there that they got. I mean, you can if we're talking about interstellar traveling beings or whatever, their uses are going to be so much higher or their their input, their intake is going to be so much higher than what our measly planet could uh, provide. Maybe our sun. They might be interested in our sun, but I don't think we would have any idea if they're examining our sun. Because you can start talking about like Dyson spheres and harnessing the power of a sun for energy or whatever. I just, I yeah, just, you're right. yeah, I don't, I don't see how that would logically make any sense. I think that it's they're probably if we're going by that notion, it would be something like you know they have drones that are stationed. They know that there's intelligent life out here, uh, or maybe they're just touring around or whatever. But once something is detected, or they all just have their own region that they are supposed to study. I think that there's just. Their, their their job they're these little worker drones that are just flying around studying thing maybe one day they're coming here and that's when commander fravor sees his and then they fly away and they go to jupiter and do some studying around jupiter or whatever i think that they're just like us they have a thirst for knowledge and they want to know as much as possible and those drones probably help them it's just, it might be menial data information to them but to us it's something more grand 
Maybe they want to fuck us. Maybe they do want to fuck us. Yes. Yes, Jack. I'm pretty sure they do want to fuck us. I'd I mean, fuck me. I'd fuck me. Oh, God. Does that make me gay? If you want to fuck you? I don't know. Does that make me gay? Technically- Does that make me gay and incest? Wait. Well, it, it depends. Because technically you fuck yourself every time you jerk off. But are you talking about like if there was a doppelganger of you? But then again, if it was a doppelganger, technically it wouldn't be you. So if I cloned myself and had sex with myself, Technically, that, technically that wouldn't be you. It would be genetically the same as you. So I guess it would be incest. And it, you would be gay because it is another male. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's how gay works. Don't let don't let these fucking leftist progressive motherfuckers fool you, dude. Okay? Until the aliens come down here and show me something different, I ain't buying into it. <laughs> I'm cute, damn it. Okay. Well, that, I'm not into you because you're weird. Uh, that's fucking a damn lie. No. <laughs> that's that's a goddamn lie. You've been trying to fuck me. I'm like, no, Jack, we can't do that. Because fucking, of Keith. Do you because think? Do you think people people look at us Keith, weird? You got ghosts in your pants, Keith. Uh, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this one just derailed real quick, real real quick. So, just, this is do a good old classic year house. That's our rule segue shit. into paranormal now. Uh, okay, we're talking about shit. ghosts. Fucking, I don't, <laughs> I don't believe in ghosts at all, bro. I don't believe. I don't, either. I don't, I don't believe, but I will say, bro. Actually, I, let me get I'll, I'll, let me get this one out real quick. Ahead. I was at down fucking uh, at my parents visiting two weeks ago, and you know they, I, I like to go out on their back patio. They have a screened in porch, and they have a TV out there, and I like to watch <laughs> fucking sports or whatever. It's the middle of summer, so there's no sports I want to watch. But Shark Week was on. And fucking Shark Week had fucking commercials for, like, paranormal activities. I was talking to my dad. I was like, I can't believe people still watch this stupid shit, bro. Like, at all. Because I don't get it. I, I don't. I don't believe in ghosts. I, I don't think. I think that everything has some rationale behind it. Whether or not you're able to explain it, that just means you didn't have all the in-source information that you needed. So, yeah. But continue with what you were about to say. I mean, I feel the same. It's just, like... I also, I don't know, man, like, I've had enough anecdotal experiences with other shit mm-hmm. that only I can attest to, to kind of, like, uh, make me bend a little bit when I hear someone who's super convicted about what they saw and experienced or mm-hmm. heard or did, whatever. Because, like, yeah, of course, like, there's definitely situations and contexts that can go into, like, why a person could see something a certain way or hear something a certain way or whatever. But, like, for me, I'm pretty confident when I experience something about what I what, what comes after it, like, how I internalize it and how I rationalize it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe people are experiencing well, some shit. Well, I mean, well here's the thing. Like you just said, I, I am the same way. And every single experience that I've ever had that some people might be like, oh, ghost, a completely rational thought comes across my head that is like oh no it could have been this like no it wasn't a ghost downstairs in the basement it was probably just my hundred year old fucking house settling <laughs> like like yeah, most like most stuff you see in the night and then you know you have people who like they'll tell you ghost stories and stuff like that and usually when you like push them on it a little bit there's a pretty rational reason behind the things that are happening to them, but they just want to believe ghosts. So they're going to believe ghosts. Right. Like, it's like, yeah, like this it's area. like, okay, so we were out, we were out in the middle of the forest or whatever. And you know, it's a, uh, it's uh, not in the middle of the forest. We we're out camping and we saw this light for a second and there was this sound or whatever. And like, we, we heard this loud crash and it's like, okay, well, were there other people in this campground? Yeah. Well, did you ever think that they might've fucking turned on a flashlight and they were drunk and fucking one of them fell over or some shit or maybe fucking was it windy outside yeah it was windy outside maybe a branch flew off a fucking tree close to you or some shit like that uh, th- no, those that. are those are very like light examples of it i i guess i'll say but uh, most of the time you're just like it's like they just want to lead it in a direction of ghosts and i strongly sure. believe that yeah well i mean the, that's why uh, uh occam's razor like it, the most likely probability the most, like, most likely scenario is you know usually what happens we just tend to mm-hmm. exaggerate romanticize and it's just 
you know, embellish. I guess it's kind of what we do, kind of what humans do. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but yeah. I don't either. I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, but people do really have a want for paranormal. I think that it's them wanting to understand we live in this crazy fucked up world i think that they just want to have an understanding of something that's so incredibly hard to understand i think well, that, that gives like people it, comfort it makes someone's i think it makes people feel special you know because like we're all very insignificant for the most part well you, you don't know, think like very few of us have a degree of like i don't know fucking not all of us can influence the world. Not all of us can leave a lasting impact that is going to fucking affect humanity. Uh-huh. So, like, shit like that, I think it gives... It's clout. I mean, essentially. It's it's for our ego. I guess yeah. But you don't think that, I've, like, finding aliens or ghosts or something like that would kind of humble you a bit? Because you're, you're, you're saying that, like, it would make... You people want to feel extraordinary, but if I found out that there were like, if aliens came down here tomorrow, I'd be like, damn, we really ain't shit. Know what I mean? Uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But I think it's the fact that you could be the one that says, like, oh, hey, like, you're like that guy, though, is what I mean. So like, you're you trying get, to say, like, you're the guy who discovered it, or fucking, okay, you're yeah, the guy yeah, who finally proved it. it. Yeah. 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 Uh, and if since we're just like kind of freewheeling through all kinds of shit now, uh, bro. Bigfoot, that motherfucker's real. I'm <laughs> Are you a Bigfoot guy? Bro, I don't know. Like, I, I can't even like call it Bigfoot, bro. But something's going on in our national fucking parks. And a lot of people just don't give a shit. Well, people disappear all the fucking time. Again. again. All the time. Well, here's the thing. A lot of people have a reason to disappear. National parks, they're national parks nope. for... Re- you haven't looked into no dude a lot a lot of no i know what you're talking about like missing 411 and shit like that like i know what you're talking about but if you look into it there's a lot of fucking background that says that these people had a reason to disappear some people and you know what too some people fucking don't want to fucking be found therefore they're not going to give you a reason to question why they want to disappear you're so wrong i can i can i can i can show you so much of of fucking You're going to tell me the fucking, the doctor hiking the mountain with his his peers in Colorado okay. who decided he I was going to go up one more I just, stop and disappear. I just want to stop you right there. He was hiking up a fucking mountain, Jack. There's a yep, high possibility yep. that he just fell off the fucking mountain. <laughs> no, no, it's a snowy mountain. He didn't just fall off and tumble. It's like a thing. It's not like he's like rock climbing, you know, he's hiking up, mm-hmm. but they, and they did a, an exhausting search. The man knew where he was going. They never. There's so many stories like that where they disappear. They never find shit. Clearly, it wasn't an animal attack. Never found a fucking body. Sometimes they find. Bro, there's so much, dude. There's so much. Oh no. It would be a whole other thing. I'd have to send you material because you're just not educated. I've, lo- I've looked. I've looked. I've looked into it. One kid not fucking. Enough. One kid fucking told me to, to look into missing four one on and stuff like that. And I looked into it. I've looked at some of the authors who have fucking written about the stuff. And like, it just all seems like fucking very logical shit. And you know what? Some people, Jack, just want to disappear, and if they make you the the reason, if they make you believe that they have a reason to want to disappear, you're gonna look for them harder. No, first of all, you you're already fucking up because if you're doing missing four one one and you're not looking up David Politis, mm-hmm. not a bunch of authors. This is the guy. Everyone else is making money off the work he has done for decades. He's the guy. You want to look at his stories and his criteria for what he's looking for because he immediately. The first things he does is excludes animal attacks, uh, possible murders, uh, all these things. Like he has a whole baseline to mm-hmm. get weed out all that shit. There's plenty of those that fall into those categories. Yeah. He's looking strictly but for the stuff that cannot be explained. A lot of a lot of that stuff is people who went into woods or some mountainous terrain or something like that, and they disappeared. Now the one where like people were actually with him and he went up to the next stop and disappeared. That leads me to oh, believe that leads me to believe that he just wanted to fucking get gone. Just wanted to get gone. He wanted He's to get a gone. doctor. He just wanted just wanted to disappear. Yeah, I don't know his no reason, reason behind it, but that's the only reason that I can find for it. Like, I and, mean, and what about what it? About could, all it the, could be paranormal. So like, don't get don't get me wrong. I'm willing to admit that like there might be something paranormal behind it, but I me as a skeptic. I don't. Well, we don't have to say. Don't we don't have to it. call it paranormal. Like it could be like par- paranormal. Bigfoot's not paranormal. No. That could just be a being. 
Well, I we're not necessarily we're not necessarily talking about Bigfoot anymore. We're talking about people going missing because I right right. I think aliens can do whatever. Bigfoot. We've seen most of those are just stuff that people made up to try and fucking convince other people that Bigfoot did it as a hoax or whatever. I I don't buy into that or Loch Ness monster or anything like that. The one that I would be if you want to talk about like the whole Bigfoot theory and stuff like that is like Yetis and the Himalayas, just because I think that that's a, a vast terrain that. There might be an ape-like creature that eventually got excluded from the world and still hasn't been discovered yet. That's just out there, and they're just living in such a small community of them that they're really hard to find. But uh, that's about it, and I really don't even buy into that all that much. So, yeah, that that's my thought on Bigfoot. I am Bigfoot. Uh, if you try to take a picture of me right now, I was about ready to say. I think there's probably been a couple times where I'm out at a lake, fucking walking through the forest, barefoot, fucking shit like that, and other you know, people are just like, "I saw Bigfoot." Like, how many people you think saw me just out in the forest and fucking went and told their parents that they saw Bigfoot? But I was gone when the parents came and looked. <laughs> It'd be funny because they'd be like, "Man, it's crazy. He was so big and hairy, but he had the tiniest dick. Yeah, just the Bigfoot's tiniest dick." Tiny little Peter. Actually, little Johnny. Actually, that's probably why they might think I'm Bigfoot, because all the fucking bush just completely engulfs my wiener. So fucking, they think it's like it's like, like a dog dick or whatever. Like unless I was walking around with a boner. <laughs> unless I was just walking around with like a boner, they fucking really wouldn't even know I had a dick. Is it like a a mushroom growing out of a, a grassy field? It's a fucking it's a fucking hornet's nest and a doorbell. Trophy sit on a trophy case, something like that. Your ball sack. Something like that. <laughs> All right, bro. But we've uh, we've derailed this one quite a bit, so I, I, I feel like it's entertaining. Yeah, you can send me some 411. So we're also working on an hour, so uh, I if we want to, I, I think that we kind of did the aliens thing, we got where we needed to, we got into paranormal a little bit. Neither of us really buy into that. The 411, I don't buy into, but unless you show me some like real empirical evidence, I fucking, I'm not going to buy into it. Yeah, next time you're hanging out, I'm, we're going to fucking. I'm down because I like it. Yeah, I like it into that shit. So, I mean, there's a bunch of shit that's just clearly like it's people like cloud chasing. Like I said, it's like people who have seen what he's done. I can write a book on it or I can make a YouTube stream and they build off it. But this motherfucker, dude, I mean, he's been doing it a long time. You know, have and, you ever, uh, have you ever, speaking of stuff like this, have you ever gotten into, um, dark web stories and stuff like that? Like creepypastas and stuff like that? Really? I've, no. I've, that's something that I kind of got into a little bit. I, if you do it, I recommend just being a little hesitant towards it because that was like sleep with the lights on fucking like really sp- scared myself a bit getting into the fucking, the finer ports of the uh dark web and stuff like that i even went on there and did did some stuff on there but i didn't get too far into it because it was like you know what there's there's some really sketchy people out here that i just don't need to be fucking with but regardless you can go on like 4chan or reddit and stuff and just read stories and some of the stories are pretty fucking creepy and then some of them let me start me on a rabbit hole i like that shit uh let me know one just let me know one. there 